Alrighty. Hello. 48, baby. Welcome to 48. Pod 48, baby. Conspiracy theories. We're here for Deep it. Deep dive. Deep, Deep dive, dive on conspiracy theory or the uh, the origin of conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guys. To, um, um, sorry, a little bit late for this one, but I had a very rough weekend. Uh, past two days have been a little bit of like a like a lazy two days, so it's definitely on me a little bit. But I'm happy. I'm really excited now. After a few days, I'm already like super excited to get this pod out or get to the next pod so still We're super back. excited mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, a little is... bit of a check-in already to get us started but i haven't been up to that much um just uh yeah like i said the past two days have been a little bit lazy but now i'm ready to get back on it um yeah get things started again why do you think you've been do. lazy huh? why do you think you've been lazy the past two days, mm-hmm. um, I think it was just because I was doing a lot. I was really doing a lot. Like, yeah, I've been on just go for a long time because I had my the real estate exam was just like a week and some change ago, which I was studying for really hard for a long time. And then I started at the real estate job and then I just started at legals. So, like, a lot of things were piling up. Um and then I worked two doubles in a row, which my body hasn't done in a long time. And since the job is a little bit restructured than it was before, I've been, it was really tiring. Um, yeah, and I remember on Sunday, I was like, well, naturally sleep is very important. And Sunday I was like, hey, like my body is tired after working these two doubles and I just need sleep. So then Monday I just fell asleep and I slept all day. I slept all day and all night. Like, it wasn't like I slept all day and then I woke up and then I was like, all right, I'm up for the night. It was like I slept all day, slept all night. Then the next day, which was yesterday, I did the same again. Um, So it was kind of a little bit of a lazy day, but I needed it bad. Now I feel super refreshed, like super refreshed now. So sleep is super important, especially when I kept just like going. You know what I mean? Like I was going to the gym five days a week and then literally waking up at like seven in the morning working out and then we tried to get the pot out that day but i was just so gassed and then worked went straight into a double next day to a double again so it was just like my body was just like no sometimes you just can't fight your body my body was telling me you're going to sleep and i was like okay <laughs> so i listen now i feel really good so I'm ready to get back on. I'm about to just start napping again. People, I got bullied into not napping, but (laughs) now I'm like, forget the bullies. Like, I'm ready to... Napping is really important, I think. I think it's important. Especially if you don't always get 8 to 10. Yeah. Yeah, if you're not getting proper sleep, then, like, take a nap. Why not? Yeah, I know. 8 to 10 hours, like, that's what I need every night, or I'm going to be trash the next day. Yeah, it's crazy. We were talking about this the other day, that like how much sleep we need now versus like oh. how when we were younger, we could just keep mm-hmm. going and going and going. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, now you definitely need eight to ten every mm-hmm. night, or else like you feel like a little off. Or yeah, and there's no reason to do that to yourself. And you know your production. Like I know my production is going to be less than what I want it to be when I don't get enough sleep naturally. Mm-hmm. And some days I can't put all the energy into things I want to because I'm literally not sleeping enough, and that's stupid, you know. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're refreshed. Yeah, back, baby. We back. And 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 we back. No, no, no. Yeah, what about um, you? What's good with you? I got my Moderna shot like a couple hours ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. One. Congratulations. Um, nothing abnormal has happened yet. Mm-hmm. So, so far, so good. Yeah. Um, I started playing Dark Souls 3. Mm-hmm. Really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know if everyone's familiar with the Dark Souls franchise, but it's Probably very difficult. Not. And it's a really good game. Um, so I've been enjoying that. I think I might stream that soon. I haven't been streaming. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I've like... I don't know. I'll think about it and then I'll be like, oh, well, I have like schoolwork to do. Yeah, a lot of things, so, other things to get done. Yeah, I'll just like decide not to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I hope I hope once the semester is over that I like get back into the streaming um, on a regular basis. Um, <clears throat> some like updates on school. I might be taking some summer courses at Bunker Hill. Let's go, um, Bunker Bulldogs, baby. Are they the Bulldogs? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Um, Put a couple banners in that gym. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I might switch my major to marketing because I don't know about finance anymore. Mm. Um, also, I just started, I got like a gallon jug and I'm going to try to drink a gallon of water every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yesterday was the first day. Mm-hmm. And it felt great. Good. Gotta stay hydrated. It definitely okay. Okay. helps with, like, just energy throughout the day. Mm-hmm. It's like another. It's another uh, thing like sleep, basically. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't have enough water, you're not gonna feel good. Don't have enough sleep, you're not gonna feel good. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, other than that, just been chilling, getting my shit done. Um, yeah, so let's get into it. Let's go. All right. So the origin of conspiracy theories. Hold on. Let me Uh, say this one thing like real quick. Sure. So guys, like sometimes we'll find, we'll have these ideas and we'll research them and not know what we're going to find on the other side when we get to the actual like research side of it. And I'll tell you for this one, I was surprised how deep this went. So it's a whole science behind it. And many psychologists research this and have their own research articles out there on this stuff. So I thought it was really cool how how deep it went way further than I thought that it was going to go. I thought it was in itself. I thought that the conspiracy theory of conspiracy theories was going to be just that a conspiracy theory. But no, it's a full on like 
form of science pretty much yeah it's really like cool. a whole science or it's like yeah. a whole like psychological um phenomenon case study maybe? yeah or like yeah yeah um but it's very interesting and people have done very in-depth research on it mm-hmm. um and i really enjoy i really enjoyed researching this yeah this I was like, a cool one I also like questioned myself too of like, oh, like is this mm-hmm. why I believe that? And mm-hmm. like this is why I sorta of believe in this. So mm-hmm. uh yeah, it was definitely a fun thing to research. Mm. Um just gonna kick it off with a simple definition of a conspiracy theory. So mm-hmm. it's a uh a theory that explains an event set or set of circumstances as the result of a secret plot by usually powerful conspirators it is also a theory asserting that a secret of great importance is being kept from the public Mm. so basically like secret stuff going on behind the scenes um so in the time of the quarantine and the pandemic um a lot of people have just been stuck at home and that has sort of uh, what's that? like propelled, like people's believing in conspiracy theories and possibly even like the creation of conspiracy theories mm-hmm. as, uh, we've actually mentioned, uh, one in this podcast, like really early on in the podcast, we were talking about how 5g towers. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. were like spreading the coronavirus mm-hmm. and people were like taking like destroying the 5g towers Mm -hmm. um that's like an example of how COVID has kind of um had an influence on people who believe in conspiracy theories and like take radical action on them too um Mm -hmm. so they like conspiracy theories have always thrived during times of crisis and social upheaval Mm -hmm. and this pandemic is a perfect example mm-hmm. of that. Um, <clears throat> Which I've always hated. I've always hated that. Yeah. Like, it's um, so easy to create conspiracy theory when times are tough. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Because you can... And, well, I mean, we'll get into this explanation, too. But, yeah, there's definitely reasons behind that and reasons mm-hmm. why when, like, times of crisis occur that people sort of back well mm-hmm. i don't know i was gonna say backtrack but mm-hmm. they just develop like conspiracy theories and stuff um all right i'm gonna move on into the psychology of the conspiracy theories uh so i read an interview with a psychologist named karen douglas and who will um, be spoken about a lot in this pod she just yeah, very, she's like she a, just she's pretty much the head of like the research into conspiracy theories like if you search up like why do why do we create conspiracy theories for example karen douglas will come up Mm -hmm. um so it was a pretty interesting interview that i read um so she talks about there are three types of motives um for conspiracy theories uh that like humans have um So the first one is epistemic, um, and that would be 
the need and desire to have knowledge, information, and certainty. When impactful things happen, people want to be informed and be certain about the information that they have. Um, and, like, I mean, I feel like everyone has this. I think everyone likes to have, like, certainty about what they're told or, like, what is going on in their lives. Um, people with lower levels of education tend to be more prone to believing conspiracy theories. Not because they are less intelligent, but because they also want knowledge and certainty, but look for it in the wrong places. And they, mm. they like, lack the education to look in the right places. So um, they kind of tend to be more prone to double down on, like, conspiracy theories. Mm. Um, but, you know, this is, like, a human trait. Mm-hmm. That Very human. Ev- everyone has um, some more than others. You know, mm-hmm. there's varying degrees of people like needing to be certain about things. Mm-hmm. Um, but people who, you know, like I said, like look in the wrong places. That's how conspiracy theories are like reinforced in people's minds. Um, the second type of motive that Karen Douglas speaks about is the existential motives. Um, This relates to people's desire to feel safe and secure. Also, people's desire to feel like they are in control or uh, autonomous. Um, People do not like to feel powerless. Also, very human trait. I mean, I feel like everyone feels like this. Everyone wants Mm. to be safe. Everyone doesn't want to be like in panic or in danger mm-hmm. um and they also want to feel like they're in control I, like feeling like i mean i hate when i feel like i can't control things mm. or um, you just don't know like the not knowing part and that's just a natural basis of like human curiosity and that like we can't just have no answer so mm-hmm. we also we just create answers at times even if they're irrational yeah or just like lies you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so people tend to believe in conspiracy theories when they feel powerless because it allows them to have information that explains why they feel powerless Mm. so say you're feeling powerless and someone tells you like oh well you're only feeling this way because of this that and the other thing but mm-hmm. it's just like it could be anything and like depending on how prone you are to like believing in things uh like for that reason then you're just like more prone to believe in conspiracy theories if you mm. uh, are like feeling powerless at that time mm. um So then the third uh, motive is social motives. Um, This one's interesting. Um, So it refers to people wanting to feel good about themselves and about their circle of people they surround themselves with. Uh, People like to have high self-esteem. So this kind of... Oh, yeah, I'll read this. Conspiracy theories give people something that they can believe is secret or not well known 
and gives the person believing in the theory a sense of superiority mm, because they're in the like minority who just knows more right um which i thought i thought that was really interesting because mm. and then they talk about like cults mm-hmm. and like how they um they also mention like people who are sort of narcissistic um mm. are more prone to conspiracy theories this 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 whole thing like doing this research on this because it's such an innate thing and it's so human it really had me so introspective i'm like yo so like am i a narcissist because like that last part of that quote you just said it gives the person believing the theory a sense of superiority like i'm not even gonna Mm -hmm. lie sometimes that's how i feel about being like a super tesla bull sometimes i feel like i'm like it's a conspiracy you know it feels that way you know what i mean but right it's it's just weird because i have the knowledge to back it up that's the only reason i feel so strongly about it but it's also like am i also a part of (laughs) am i a part of the problem as well you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. it was just so interesting so interesting I mean, yeah, this is definitely, like, a very human thing. I feel like this one made me really introspective as well. Because, mm-hmm. like, there are definitely times where I'm, like, oh, I, like, am smarter. Yeah, than, I know more like, than everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And it um, happens to everyone. I'm sure it's not just us. There's other people who probably feel the same exact way hearing it and are, like, oh, you know what? That's that's me sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. Especially, like as a waiter i feel like i don't know i feel like a lot of the time i'm like oh like i'm like smarter than my guest or whatever like they're like being annoying so like Mm -hmm. i just think that they're like or they're like asking me stupid questions so i'm like what like why the hell like oh fish and chips does it come with fries like yeah (laughs) yeah i'm like um obviously like fucking so I don't know. This definitely, this social motive definitely had me thinking. Mm. Um, And it's definitely interesting that it's like one of the motives for conspiracy theories. Mm. Definitely makes sense. I mean, like, I don't think people would join cults if they didn't think it was like special or Mm. like super important and like. It's sort of, and then in turn, it like makes them feel special, and so mm. definitely makes sense. Mm. Um, Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, so in there's a lot of parts that go directly with with that, or like the innate. So that's what I was really interested in was the innate side of where conspiracy theories come from. Um, so just like Mike, we ended up finding another. Uh, we found another. Uh, uh, researcher article that was done. Another one by Karen Douglas. Everywhere I looked, it was like Karen Douglas and two other people who created this um, this researcher research article. And they were so interesting because they touched on a lot of the things that Mike and I are talking about naturally. Um, so this one is called The Psychology of Conspiracy Theories. This was done by Karen M. Douglas, Robbie M. Sutton, and Alexandra Kichoka. Um 
So pretty much they were doing, they were researching the motives and psychological consequences of adopting conspiracy theories. Um, and I found it really cool because they had, they used one quote from Ladowski et al. in 2015, who said, conspiracy theories are speculative in that they possessed actions that are hidden from public scrutiny, complex, and they postulate the coordination of multiple actors and resistant to falsification in that they postulate that conspirators use stealth and disinformation to cover up their actions, implying that people who try to debunk conspiracy theories may themselves be a part of the conspiracy. So that's something that like, I feel like I always get into arguments with people who are, who, who support some like outlandish conspiracies, because at some point they're like, at any time that I try to like to, to try and debunk them, they're like, and or I'll use someone in power. They're like, oh well, like let's say like uh, Obama's an alien, and then I'll say, <laughs> oh well, how is he an alien if like if he has his mother and his his wife, his daughter, all these people who are clearly human, whatever, and they'll be like, oh well, those people obviously would be aliens too or are are obviously conspirators with obama making him an alien so it's like no matter what you say they're just gonna say that that the people who are trying to debunk it are part of the conspiracy yeah like maybe you're an alien yeah exactly maybe you're (laughs) you're the one pushing this narrative and it's just like it's so easy to do when when information is lacking so and that's when we're probably in in a scenario where uh, times are difficult or times are hard with COVID, like people have little information or know little about the vaccines. So they start creating conspiracies like the government's just trying to sedate us and give us like chips in our bodies. And mm-hmm. it's like, all right, like if you don't have the full, if you don't know the information regarding something, don't talk about it and don't like jump to conclusions and find like, irregular solutions to simple problems. You know what I mean? Uh, that's right. how I feel like, about it. So finding, I thought that was like, a perfect quote summing that. Yeah. Um, it's also sort of like um, what you were talking about the other day, like finding patterns where there like, isn't patterns. Like Absolutely. So that's another part, the, another part that I'm about to get into like really quickly. Um, so... The psychology of conspiracy theories was pretty much built on a hypothesis. It's called adaptive conspiracy hypothesis, which um, is pretty much a a better safe than sorry mindset. So I'll give you guys an example. When, say you were um, walking in a forest and you you see a stump, but you look so quickly and you think it's a snake. But so you get scared, but then you're like, okay, it's just a stump. Okay, no harm done. You got a little scared. Move on with your day. But it's a completely different story if you walk up and you you see a a a stump and it actually is a snake. You know what I mean? Snake bites you and you're dead. You know what I mean? So it was an evolutionary thing that's built into us that we're going to create a hypothesis or we're going to create, uh, we're going to 
have a better safe than sorry to create that conspiracy in real time than to to not right so today we don't have as many external stimuli that are going to kill us or that we can mistake for something that's going to kill us so we we turned that into pretty much the the basis for how conspiracy theories are created so when we lack information we want to fill the holes in and be and have a better safe than sorry mindset and create the answers we're looking for um Mm -hmm. so and right beneath this this is where what mike was talking about which is called the illusory pattern perception which is the basis that people are more likely to create the people who are more likely to create patterns in systems that have fewer are more likely to believe in conspiracies. Um, so this was done by uh, Karen Douglas uh, and her research team in um, under the psychologies of conspiracy theories. And they used two interesting um, tools. So they used uh, two pieces of art. One that was very based on pattern and symmetry and another one that was based on, which was a piece of art that was more abstract. So it was like splatter paint um, and random swooshes and was extremely random. So they found, they used five people and they found that three of the five people chose the, said that which had, which whichever two had more pattern between the two pieces of art. And they found that the ones who three out of five, the ones who found that the artwork that was based on pattern and was based on symmetry had more patterns in it were less likely than the two who chose the more random based artwork and found patterns in that to believe in conspiracy theories. So if you're more susceptible to create patterns out of things where they may not be, you're more likely to also believe or create conspiracy theories, which I thought was very interesting. So mm-hmm. they found a direct correlation uh, when they brought conspiracy theories to people on how they how they would believe it in their perception of the artwork. Um, mm-hmm. So I thought that was very interesting in the way that that um, ended up working. Oh yeah, that's a very cool study. It's crazy that they like did that. I know. And then they also that was just the first part of the study when they ended up getting to the later stages of the of the study. They ended up trying to see if they could change one's perspective on a conspiracy theory, if they changed like minor information in the conspiracy theory. And they found that it was very easy to change someone's perspective or flip their perspective on a conspiracy theory by changing minor information in the theory. So it it was pretty much showing how like loosely grounded these theories are or how loosely grounded in reality they are that they can be so easily changed. Yeah, right. Um hmm. interesting. Um one thing that I was thinking about how you were talking about how like the better safe than sorry is a uh, sort of like a survival um instinct. It is. It legitimately is. That's why it's so built into everyone. Like everyone Mm -hmm. is susceptible to believing conspiracy theories or like or at least uh, 
taking part in them. You know what I mean? Or not everyone's just going to naturally shut down every single conspiracy theory. You know what I mean? Everyone's going right. to listen to some extent. Like if it's if it's a strong enough theory, because mm-hmm. it's so naturally ingrained in us. Right. And I was just thinking about like how it's more of like a like a primal thing, and uh, it is just how like all animals like you basically like outdoor animals you like can't touch because they're like so safe than sorry you know what i mean Mm, yeah like you try to get like near a bunny and he won't like if you're like 20 feet away from him it'll run away yeah um so i just thought that was cool yeah Uh, it's naturally ingrained into us i i also found it interesting how like a lot of these research studies came out uh, a few years ago uh the psychology of conspiracy theories, that one came out in 2017. It was interesting because a lot of the research that I was doing, I ended up getting tracked back to this year for some reason. Um, another interesting thing was um, algotransparency.com. This is a website created a, um, in 2017, 2017, 2018. But what it did, it was tracking uh, YouTube's algorithm. So it was done by a... Uh, YouTube software engineer who didn't like the direction that YouTube was going in based on the fact that YouTube, YouTube's AI was just recommending people conspiracy theories because those types of videos get people to stay on YouTube longer. So the AI is not malicious in any way and it's not trying to like destroy our economy or, or feed a narrative to people, but it's just something that works because that's just mm-hmm. naturally what people enjoy to watch. And it was so interesting because it's such an innate thing and it's like you're hacking the human mind, you know? Right. Um, the YouTube algorithm's so good. What'd you say? The YouTube algorithm or AI. It is very is, strong. Is very it's good. very strong. Yeah. I've been asking people, and I'm curious what people other people say. When was the last time that you searched for you went on YouTube to search a specific video? And I literally can't it's so long ago. It's so rare <laughs> that I'll search in YouTube. That's fine. Um, just because yeah, the YouTube algorithm is so strong. Generally, the videos that I want to watch are being fed to me. And sadly, like, I don't care. That's just naturally how it is, you know? Um, yeah. It's I find convenient. other... It is convenient. And I find other uh, other forms of information in other ways. But it is very interesting. Um, yeah, so this, they came out with Algo Transparency in 2017. And in that year, they found that uh, four or five of the top 10 recommended videos were all conspiracy theories. So it's just crazy. And, and Algo ended up actually making a whole movement. If you search up this website today, algotransparency.com, you'll see all of the different things that they were able to get done in trying dismantle YouTube's like conspiracy theory algorithm, which is great. I think it's exactly what we needed. We've talked about that on this pod before, how like, the YouTube algorithm just like sends sends you down rabbit holes, you know. Oh, um, yeah. And the last thing it should be is like sending in misinformation, you know, or information that yeah, isn't that's old. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I did. I didn't even realize that. Uh, like conspiracy theories on YouTube are so popular. Oh yeah, it it was a lot worse a few years ago. We've talked about it on well since Pod. We've talked about it pretty good on here, and it's just like that's what gets people to stay. People are most interested in 
conspiracy theories and it's and it's not and you it's not just adults you know what i mean these are sometimes teenagers children mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's everyone's get gets them um to some extent some darker than others uh but still it's something that's worth looking at and i'm glad all gold transparency exists you know because we're living in a different time where they're so much easier to come by today than they were in the past you know mm-hmm it used to be word of mouth. Now it's like one guy can create a whole TikTok channel based on conspiracy theories and mm-hmm. get millions of followers. Right. <laughs> one uh, YouTube rabbit hole that I used to get into was like um, just like footage, like random like CCTV footage of like ghosts or just like paranormal activity. Mm-hmm. Um I remember going down a long rabbit hole of that. Yeah. That's like, and that's, and it's, uh, I mean, this shit like that, like paranormal stuff, sort of fits all these motives too. It does. You know, it's like, oh, like, I'm believing in something that uh, not a lot of people believe in. And like, oh, here's proof to uh, validate my, like, belief in that. So, mm. like, now I feel validated and, like, uh, yeah, it's like a similar thing to conspiracy theories. Um, and it's it's so crazy because in another um, research article it, with Karen Douglas, actually, it's called Connecting the Dots, Illusory Pattern Perception Predicts Belief in Conspiracy Theories and the Supernatural. And wow. it, I felt personally attacked because <laughs> they were like, they used one quote. It was like, oh, yeah, especially with um, following the hot hand in basketball. So I'm like, OK, let me listen to this. They were like how people will be- who people believe who people who believe that if that someone's next shot is somehow affected by making their past five shots and that trying to rot- ride the hot hand doesn't exist. Um, what? Yes. So I didn't believe that, but they were saying that that is actually a form of illusory pattern perception. That like you're creating a connection that doesn't actually exist, which I think may it could it is possibly true. Um, but that would like sort of that would like, I mean that specific example sort of makes flow state seem like a conspiracy theory or something like fake yeah i this is sometimes this is a thing that i get kind of hung up on in a lot of different ways because when people say like oh um i don't know you you can probably speak on this and i'll probably get people who disagree or have an opinion on it but i don't like when people say like oh like if you flip a coin right and Mm -hmm. You get a eight past eight times you get a uh, you get heads on the ninth ninth time. People will say, "Okay, well, you should like if you believe that you're going to get tails on that ninth time, you have a higher likeliness. That's not true. It's a 50 50 chance every single time. So on that ninth time, you still have a 50 50 chance to get a heads. You know what I mean? 
mm-hmm. which I don't believe in. I think that if you get he- heads nine times in a row, the likeliness that you won't get tails on that next try, I think is higher. Like the more times in a row that you get one outcome, that next time should, it should affect the likeliness of that next time because it's not just in a bubble. You know what I mean? The likeliness that you get heads 50 times in a row is uh, very low in my assumption. Not 50-50 chance. You know what I mean? I don't know if I agree with the coin flipping example. Exactly, Uh, which a lot of people don't. And I stand by that. I still feel the way that I do about that. Like, it's not in... That's the same thing with the shots, where, like, if you make five shots in a row, like... I think the likeliness that you hit that sixth shot is higher than if you hit zero, like zero for 50. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can see it with the shots just because there's more variables and stuff. Um, just like, oh, like how how far the shot is. Like, I don't know. I think I don't agree with um, the hot hand being like fake. Mm-hmm. But I don't know about the coin thing. I think the coin thing's 50% all the time. And, like, I feel like the getting heads a bunch of times in a row is sort of just, like, a a random occurrence. Mm. <sighs> but I don't know. <laughs> I just think it's interesting. Like... Oh, yeah. I mean... Cause in, but it's crazy because, like... The illusory pattern perception is literally how people will create these theories. So they'll create using random forms of information or things that probably have are just occurrence or happenstance and they'll connect Mm -hmm. them together and try to create a theory. But it's like, well, the basis of your theory is based on a lot of happenstance, not like physical or or concrete information. Right. Um, do you want to talk about some, some popular conspiracy theories? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, first off. Oh, this one's first. Yep. (laughs) I feel the first one that Mike just so happened to put up is flat earthers. Um, Mm -hmm. flat earthers are weird because also let me just give a preface too. like we said earlier, that uh, that people who tried to debunk conspiracy theories made themselves be part of the conspiracy. I think mm-hmm. that flat earthers are trying... I, I hope they're doing a really roundabout thing where it's like... <laughs> no pun intended. For real. Uh, where <laughs> like um, the earth is, is uh, flat, but they know it's not flat. And then... But it's like the world's messed up and we just have like a higher thinking and we just don't believe like what everyone tells us. So like, that's why we're flat earthers. Right. I can see that. Yeah. So I hope that it's something like that, but I feel like there's a lot of people who don't think it's like that. Yeah. I mean, who actually like believe it. Mm -hmm. It's also like, um, I could see, you know, the social motive 
um i could definitely oh yeah exactly where it's like because we like, know more than everyone else so like right and it's also a like level. a thing where people can like base their per- like if they're really feeling like powerless and stuff they could sort of like base or like develop a personality based around you know being a flat earther because like that's yeah. what they feel confident about yeah absolutely um, a lot of these like a lot of the basis for conspiracy theories is exact as as we said and literally can be created in anything if they feel like they are just above or have like limited knowledge that no one knows and they have a backing of people who also believe it and push for it like it could just become a whole thing mm. yep and then like yeah all it takes is like people to believe in it uh, there's some i i believe because i believe in some conspiracy theories honestly mm-hmm. like with the cia <laughs> hopefully they don't come for me and like how they were killing people in the in the late 60s early 70s get them boys what you say i said get them boys oh yeah they're coming for me next <laughs> yeah i i don't know about that but um all right uh area 51 I believe in Area 51 that there are like definitely Hiding some aliens. weird shit in there. Yeah, there's got to be. I'm getting right? on the point where I believe that we've been in contact with alien life more and more as I like see things going on. Yeah. I was at the, the beginning. Go ahead. I was at the raid and no one showed up. I was just what, there by Air myself. <laughs> Yeah, no one fucking true up. Everyone no, signed that were, petition, but no one actually showed up. It was bullshit. People went to Area 51 to storm it, though. Not where I was at, and I was on the front lines, bro. <laughs> it no was so was funny. There. The beginning of quarantine, they're like, we need to break into Area 51 to get the mm-hmm. the the uh, hand sanitizer that destroys 100% of germs. <laughs> That's another perfect example of like how COVID sort of like uh, fed into it. Fuel, yeah, like fueled conspiracy theories. And it and it's funny because, like we said, like like illusory pattern perception. You wanted to find a random form of information and try and connect them together. <laughs> like COVID mm-hmm. has to be connected to Area Fifty One. You know what I mean? It only makes sense. Right. <laughs> Because it's like it's something that we aren't sure about, so we can like make it be like whatever we want it to be, really. And then, yeah, hopefully, I want hopefully people who listen to this get a little bit of information on how these things work so that they can understand when it's happening to them. Yeah, I see. Yeah, it happens to all of us, and it's going to happen if you don't think it's happened to you in your life. I would presume you're lying because it's happened to everyone, you know. Um, next one's Q and on. Yeah, what exactly was this again? All I heard about it was like randomly, like at the end of Trump's presidency, everyone's like, "We gotta stop Q and on." Yeah, so <laughs> like, I didn't know. Like, I heard about it a lot. Like, I heard the name Q and on, like here and there. Um, yeah, I and I didn't um know what it was until I researched for this um for this podcast and um i'll just read what it is um whoa what it is a disproven 
and discredited American far-right conspiracy theory, alleging that a secret cabal of Satan-worshipping cannibalistic pedophiles was running a global child sex trafficking ring and plotted against former U.S. President Donald Trump while he was in office. Um, yeah, I didn't know it was, like, that crazy. <laughs> Me either. I thought it was just, like, Trump's supporters, like, basically. No, they um, were saying, I, like, that the right was the ones doing all this, which is sad. Well, you know what's really sad about this one specifically is that there's parts of it that seem a little bit ridiculous. Satan worshiping, cannibalistic, but Cannibal there and is pedophiles. an actual global child sex trafficking ring. Like, this is real. That part of it is real. Yeah. But, like, people only listen to that first part, and that's the part that really hits America, the Satan-worshipping part. You know what I mean? Cannibalistic. That's the part where people are like, oh, like, people are warring against God. You know what I mean? But, like, things that probably don't exist, but we're not fighting or talking about things that definitely exist. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was crazy um, to read that. To like, yeah. That's just such a, like, a has so many like appalling details <laughs> like pedophiles cannibalism satan um, yeah it's really crazy so like in and this was a, it it is a conspiracy theory like it's discredited it's sad yeah. that like it even got that it's sad that it got so much political like popularity that the president was actually talking about it Mm-hmm. You know, and saying that, like, we had to fight against QAnon. But, like, right. why would he say that, though? Um, like, I understand. because he but just doesn't like, want people believing that there's, like, such bad shit going thing. on behind yeah, the scenes. that it's real. And it's like, yeah. well, it's just sad. But it's sad. And it's, it's also sad that po- there... I'm sure the QAnon, like, party, like, still exists. And there are people who still believe in... Mm. Uh, that shit, even though it's been like debunked. Mm. Uh, uh, the next one is Pizzagate. Um, this one Pizzagate. was an interesting. Oh one wait, are I you talking about, about the Chuck E. Cheese? Um, I don't know. No, I don't think so. I think it's different. Well, uh, there's another interesting pizza, quote unquote, Pizzagate, like type thing with Chuck E. Cheese. But go ahead, I want to talk about that one. All right. Um. I'm going to, this is a little thing from Wikipedia. Um, Proponents of the Pizzagate conspiracy theory falsely claimed the emails. So I guess there was a, there was a wiki, like a leak of John Podesta's uh, emails, who was Hillary Clinton's campaign manager. Mm -hmm. Uh, I guess his email was like hacked and leaked. Um. So the conspiracy theory falsely claimed the emails contained coded messages that connected several high-ranking Democratic Party officials in U.S. restaurants with an alleged human trafficking and child sex ring. Uh, And then one of the establishments allegedly involved was the Comet Ping Pong Pizzeria in Washington, D.C. Oh, what? That sounds crazy. What the heck? Oh, wow. Someone in response 
In response, a man from North Carolina traveled to Comet Ping Pong to investigate the conspiracy theory and fired a rifle inside the restaurant to break the lock on a door to a storage room during his search. Wow. And the restaurant owner, staff, and staff also received death threats from conspiracy theorists. So, definitely, like, a radical, like, people... um, we're definitely like radical in their actions towards and this. It's theory. so tough because it's like we said, it's such an innate thing. Cause even listening to this right now, I'm like, well, naturally we don't have all the information, but it sounds so easy. You know what I mean? It just sounds so right hearing it mm-hmm. off just to the ear. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's so easy to believe a conspiracy theory. It's just, it's crazy because even me right now, I'm not discounting like it could be true. <laughs> right. But like, like, I'm not saying it's with also, 100% certainty that it's not true. I can't say that. I don't have enough information to 100% discredit it. So I just have right. to kind of go with it. But like it, you can tell it's definitely like a reach. Like, I mean, I like, think like it the is. emails were coded and like it was a result of like a hack. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's like, it's also interesting how, like, uh, extreme the theories are, too. Mm. There's no, there's no, like, um, like, what's the word? Sort of just, like, calm theories, you know? Like, Mm. there's no, like, gang of, there's not, like, a ton of people who believe in, like, a conspiracy theory that, like you know something like oh god what a, i can't really think of anything good nah, but take like your time, bro. something take your time. like neutral like um like say like hockey was actually invented by uh, polar bears like native <laughs> polar bears yeah, sure. <laughs> like, there's no, like, if it's not, like, something drastic, like child trafficking or, like, pedophilia or cannibalism, you mm. know, it's not, Because it like, all has to get, a, like, a very strong gut reaction from you. Right. And then it just, it like, if you get someone to have a very strong gut reaction to it where there's lack, where there's lacking information on a subject, it's very easy to, to to push that person in that direction of what you're trying to get them to hear. Mm. And it's crazy to think like how far it pushed. Like that one guy came into the fucking yeah. came to the pizza place and shot the lock off the door and mm-hmm. stuff like, mm-hmm. and he thought, and I mean, he thought he was like being a, like a, a hero. hero. He really thought yeah. he was a hero. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's crazy the power that conspiracy theories can have on people. Also, this is completely different from the Pizzagate I was thinking of. <laughs> I was thinking of, because there's a conspiracy theory that Chuck E. Cheese recycles the pizza. So, like, people are always mad because it's like, oh, why is the pizza always oblong? Like, it's not the right shape. Or, like, the slices don't match up with each other and things like that. So, they're like, oh, when yeah. they bring the pizzas to the back, they're just like taking them from one table and then just like pushing them into a circle. So that's why it's always. <laughs> that's funny. Um, 
That's different, so though. <laughs> that's been researched by a lot of people. That was a whole thing. Like, really? if you search up, like, uh, Chuck E. Cheese uh, uh, pizza slices, like, it's going to yeah. come up. There's people who did research on it, people who went in, like, bought pizzas and then, like, bought them from a bunch of locations and then tried to, uh, to, 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 like, figure out which ones looked weird and which ones were off. But, and naturally, yeah. a lot of them do. They do look, they don't look right. They look like mm. they were cut in random ways, you know? So they look yeah. like they came from different pizzas. I'm not even going to lie. But I don't think it's necessarily true, but that's something that a lot of people believed in too. Why on a less they, extent. Yeah, why can't they just, like, ask a worker? Or, like, someone goes in undercover. And it's and funny, like, Mike, because they're literally, because they think anyone trying to debunk the theory is a part of the theory. So if somebody comes out from Chuck E. Cheese, like a worker, and he's like, no, we don't do that. Everyone just comes like, oh, well, he works for them. He's a part of it. It's like, <laughs> what? Like, no matter... And it's it's crazy. This is with everything. Even if a government official was to come out and say that, like, aliens don't exist or something, people are just like, oh, well, he works for the government. It's a tough position, and I don't blame him. I don't blame any of these people. <laughs> like, myself. Even yeah, I believe I'm a little picture- bit in some of them. I'm just picturing, like... Hey, we want to ask you a few questions. Like, as a guy's like trying to leave work, yeah. And uh, <laughs> like, do you guys like take the slices from other pizza? And then like, there's a guy wearing the Chucky uniform, like in, like behind him, and he like looks over at him. And he's, yeah, he like, shakes his head. Like shakes his head. Yeah. <laughs> the Chucky. Chucky's in the back shaking his head. Like, nah, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. No, absolutely not. Never. Of course not. Why would we do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, another. We got to talk about theory. this one. Yeah, Bigfoot. That's yeah. been a long standing one. How are we in 2021 and the photos of Bigfoot aren't any better than the 60s? Like, <laughs> I don't know why. Resolution has not changed on Bigfoot even a little bit. But for some reason, yeah. we have the greatest picture-taking technology we've ever had in the palm of our hands for all of human history. But for some reason, all the photos look like they were taken using, like, film mm-hmm. in, like, bad lighting while people yep. are moving. Right. Same thing with um, the Loch Ness Monster, too. Like, yeah. People's pictures of that are, like, bullshit. Like, yeah, could be, like, like We have anything. no better form. No better pictures of this? I know. We should have like a high resolution fucking. I know. Perfect. Portrait. We should have like a, uh, a, um, what is it? Like a police photo of him at this point. <laughs> you know what I mean? Police yeah. quality photo. Right. Um, but there's, a- there's actually been over 2,000 sightings, air quotes, in, uh, Washington, mm. which is crazy. This, like, in this, yep. Yeah. Who do you, like? Who do you like report that to? You know, like just like some like, I'd imagine just some sort of like ranger, like forest ranger, like hey, fucking. They I probably saw hear him. it the most. Yeah, like hey, Joe, well, I saw him again. It's crazy uh, though, but there's people. I can't tell if people are looking to 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 just clout chase or whatever when it comes to Bigfoot, but there's some people who legitimately believe, like, legitimately believe. Mm-hmm. I went because I went to a 
so I went on a hike, I think it was in Jeffries, New Hampshire, something like that. I forget where I was at, but at the gas station before we went up, there's a whole the whole there's a whole wall dedicated to an alien sighting from like 40 years ago. And the whole town <laughs> believes it wholeheartedly. And it's not even a joke. Like photos, evidence all around, uh, uh, social accounts, people being reported, like being um, interviewed about it. And then their accounts are on the wall and like timestamps and all these things are up. And I'm like, whoa, like they really believe this. So I asked the gas station, I have to do the gas station. I'm like, yo, what's up with this? And he like, he with so much conviction from his soul was telling me how like this was real. And I'm like, wow, like, <laughs> it's hard to be like, yo, you're crazy. You know what I mean? When someone fully yeah. believes it to their soul, like their core believes yeah. it, you and just they got can't. that whole town behind them. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, wow, like these people like, and I'm not saying they're all stupid, miseducated or dumb. I'm like, wow. Like they were really put in a position to believe this. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what really happened that night or whatever, but they really believe because the people who were abducted have still never been found. So, like, oh, shit. these people are probably living off in Florida, like, lounging, don't even care, while the town they were from believes <laughs> that they were abducted. Or they're, like, dead. which, ugh. Or that. Or they could have been abducted. Like, because I don't have all of the information, I can't say 100% no. I still believe right. 90% of me, 95% of me still believes no. But, like, mm. you can't, without... All of the information you can't for one hundred percent certainty say that this did not happen, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Um, then the last one that we'll talk about is, and I'm gonna preface this last one. I believed in this one, and I don't one hundred percent not believe in it. I like sort of believe in it too, honestly. Um, yeah, there is, there is like very concentrated. And like a very large number of uh, mattress firms in Illinois, and all like, around. Mm-hmm. Um, but people suspect them of like money laundering. Mm-hmm. Um, I could definitely see that. I mean, like the, I was looking at the map of like how many fucking mattress firms there were in mm-hmm. Illinois. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like way too many. Like. Definitely, like, don't need that many mattresses. Like, I'm sure mm-hmm. they have plenty of mattresses. Uh, they don't need any more. Mm. Seems like far too many. It's crazy, though, because, like, I know a... Uh, the only reason I started to kind of dis- discredit it was I had one of one of a, uh, a YouTuber I actually very wholeheartedly believe in who researched it and looked at their financials and was like, oh yeah, this all makes sense. Like, doesn't seem like any money laundering to me. And even still, part of me is like, I can only with about like 96% certainty say that Mattress Firm does not launder money. <laughs> but there's that other like three or 4% where I'm like, yeah, I think they're laundering money. Like, yeah, something fishy is going on. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Like a little bit. Yeah, yeah. something's going on. Uh, um, you want to do discussion questions? Yeah, let's do it. Word. Um, first one. Is the Illuminati real? I think that there is a section. I think that there is a group who 
maybe unknowingly, but I think the Illuminati is real. I just think that the people who are a part of it don't realize that they're a part of it. Um, and that like, like for example, um, this is something that I'm trying to find more information on, but it's been a little bit difficult, but with like Morgan Stanley, Morgan Stanley and like the Swiss bank mm-hmm. and that they were, they were doing a lot of shady things. Like the Swiss bank was losing a lot of money owning a stock. So Morgan and Stanley was to buy that stock and increase the value, but at a discount from the Swiss bank. But so like both sides would make money off of this transaction mm-hmm. while Morgan Stanley was actually giving the stocks to one singular person. So millions of shares in a company going directly to only one singular person. And then that person was supposed to be doing the transaction for Morgan Stanley. Um, and then Morgan Stanley ended up cutting them off in the back end to try and screw over the Swiss bank and other parties involved which like it's just really shady weird market manipulation but yeah. that in itself that i think would be the illuminati you know what i mean people who are creating the world unknowingly to a smaller group so most people don't even know that this happened for some reason this isn't crazily on the news um right and it's not always being covered but this is something that is happening and mm-hmm. i think that that would be what most consider the Illuminati. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So I don't know if there's like an organized group, but I think that there is, there's definitely a group of power or people who have immense amount of power who can control um, what the majority, how the majority, what, what they believe, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I definitely agree with that. I think there's like some sort of like organization or just like a group and like you said, like maybe even unknowingly, but like they have so much power and like leverage everywhere that they like can pretty much do whatever they want. Um, yeah. And like a good example, like to like, well, for me, one of the thing that things that like makes me think that is like how much like we've talked about this before, like how Fox has its own agenda and CNN. I was thinking about Fox too. Agenda. Yep. Like someone's controlling that and like Mm -hmm. i don't know it seems like media and like what we get shown is all like controlled Mm -hmm. by some sort of uh group or and i want to say like because i'm not saying that because it seems as if like every every time someone does say that like oh it's white males in power that it's like you're anti-white. What I'm saying is that like the majority of the information that trickles down is white men. And I think that we need more diversity in power to be able to to make it more evenly, um, uh, I guess, more easily accessible information to everyone. Because like mm-hmm. there's a reason that there's no black radio stations or black or like national black radio stations or black um tv stations you know um and we just need more of them and for every race not even just black people you know what i mean Mm. it should be a lot more so and that's usually where the information trickle down to which it's just a show of like 
how the world works, you know, like, yeah, but we just need more. And I think that definitely to help misinformation being spread. Mm -hmm. I also think it's fucked up how like people like all like people in like the Senate, like they can just hold their positions like basically until they're die, they die, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. and that like, I don't know. I feel like they shouldn't. It was, it's crazy. I was looking at, um, it was like, what is messed up specifically about our government and pertaining to like if the Illuminati is real, whatever, is that when you look at how much each position is paid, like in 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 Biden's cabinet, there was a picture of like his cabinet. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was under each person was showing how much they made. And I don't think a single person had less than like like two hundred thousand a year. Is what they were making, um, and as high as like five hundred thousand. Uh, Damn. And what's crazy is that 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 amount of pay that puts them in the one percent of of the country. I want to say that it's uh, like five hundred thousand. You're in the top one percent of the country. Yeah. Um, and it's like, well, how how are these people able to create legislation for? the the majority of people who are beneath um 60,000 a year when they themselves make what the 1% makes you know what i mean it's hard for me to believe that they will pass legislation to 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 tax themselves you know what i mean that right. would be surprising to me mm-hmm. um so like is that would it wouldn't that be considered someone who was in the Illuminati unknowingly? Like, I and that's why I don't blame people for creating these theories. Like, it's very easy to 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 connect information together that may seem mm-hmm. like irregular. And it's also like like Jeffrey Epstein, like that was oh all that whole thing. Stuff, I, I yeah. You know? So that's like another like really like sketchy thing that sort of makes me think that like there are there is like things going on behind the scenes mm-hmm. like uh what ended up happening with that Ghislaine Maxwell like I don't I didn't see anything shown for her trial like no it and it seems as if like that for those who don't know that it's it's I I all right I'm gonna preface it and just say that it's a conspiracy theory because not everything a part of the information pertaining to Jeffrey Epstein has been made public. But for those who don't know, Jeffrey Epstein, um, he he worked in the stock market, had a very shady uh, uh, start to his career. He lied about where he went to university, things like that. That's how he began his career in the stock market. Um, and he amassed a very massive amount of money. Uh, I want to say if he wasn't a billionaire, he was hundred millions of dollars to his name. Um, but he would, and these are fem- women's account of being underaged and him paying them to either have relations with him or bring a friend to have relations with him. And the friends that they would bring, they'd get paid for. So this was done in New York where I guess you can, that is legal to pay someone underage to do. So he was able to slip under the radar. So he would have places that he would live where he could do things like that in a quote unquote legal way. Um, 
So these are accounts from hundreds of women, and it wouldn't just be him. He would be seen, he would have a private island where he would fly these young women out to, and they would have a list of people who would go. And they have this list of people who would get on the plane and go to his private island where these young women would be, and it would be a lot of powerful, influential people. Um, so, and Jeffrey would have in his home in New York video cameras of all of these powerful people in rooms and presumably with these underage women. So that's where a lot of influence would come from and a lot of power would come from. So when he was arrested for, I think he only got, he was only charged for like two or three out of the like hundreds of counts of these women's coming out saying that he did it, that he mm -hmm. was doing it, but they couldn't catch him legally, but somehow he just died in, in his, uh, in his uh in his cell yeah. a lot of weird things and then like i think it was either Lane or his judge who was presiding over the case uh their son so there was a there was a uh a uh um ups or postal worker who came to their house with a gun and shot and killed the son of the judge who was presiding over this case really i didn't hear about that there's a lot of weird stuff that goes on with this case. And mm -hmm. so he dies in 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 his cell. They said that like people jumped him and like beat him up, but he was in solitary. And then the judge's son ends up being shot and killed by in the US in the postal worker ends up shooting himself too. Shot himself and the son randomly. Dang. That's crazy. Like it's a conspiracy theory, but it's a lot of weird stuff that adds up. You're yeah. like, "Hold on. Wait, like it's it's weird. It's weird. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, I also just remembered that. Remember, I was talking about. I asked you like who the Hollywood Hollywood guy was. Which Hollywood guy? The other day, because we were talking about Jeffrey Epstein, and then I was like, mm -hmm. "Who's the fucking? Who's the other guy? The Hollywood guy?" And it was Harvey Weinstein. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Him too. The Steens. Aren't doing so hot. There's something shady about the Steens. Um, something's up. Or Steins. Whatever. Um, Alright. Last question. Will there mm -hmm. always be conspiracy theories? I think so. Me too. But maybe with Neuralink there won't be because everyone will know everything. And everyone will have access mm. to all information. Mm. Um, but then I'm sure people will have conspiracy theories about Neuralink itself mm -hmm. or things Think that we don't know. There's still a lot of, there's still a lot of things that we don't know. So even if like the thing about Neuralink is it's only going to give us the information that we already have. So we'll be able to create like new theories and new technologies because we'll have a stronger basis of the information that we have as a society, you know? Yeah, but even with that, there will be things that we just don't know. So, mm -hmm. or don't even know is happening around us, and is going to create conspiracy theories. You know, like it's it's weird. Like, uh, like I saw this thing recently that was like because we're limited to only like such a small wavelength of reality. Like, if you look at the wavelengths that are going on around us, like gamma radiation. And like higher wavelengths outside of what we can perceive, mm -hmm. like there could be a whole, there could be a whole uh, 
another dimension directly affecting our dimension or directly affecting us that we just have no perception of. Yeah, you know what I mean? Can't even tell. Yeah. Yeah. So that could be a place where conspiracy theories are just going to be created. You know? Yeah. Um, I thought that was very interesting. Uh, that does sound interesting. Um, so so do, I think too, you think there will, there will be. be. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, all right. That wraps up the origin of mm-hmm. conspiracy conspiracy mm-hmm. theories deep dive um and i just want to say for people i love it people who are listening i also thank you again for the people who listen and they comment and they vote uh we definitely appreciate you guys a lot mm-hmm. um and those first time listeners thanks for listening uh long time listeners thank you too um and we talked about a lot of, i think we talked about a lot of interesting things in this episode and a lot of things that pertain to everyone's day-to-day life so, like, use this information to try and combat conspiracy theories, to be less susceptible to conspiracy theories. Tell the people around you, too, because a lot you're going to have you're going to have conversations about this. And with probably someone who is very strong minded on a conspiracy theory and just know where some of these things are coming from to help you to, like, shake that person awake. You right. Know? Mm-hmm. It could, it's definitely useful information. Um yeah, but um, like Z said, shout out to all our listeners. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, follow us on Instagram at DTMS underscore podcast if you haven't already. And message us and vote in our polls and do whatever. We love your interactions. Um, so, yeah, thanks for listening, guys.